Radio Show. We talk about slobber knocking fights. Ground and pound. Rear naked jokes. Plug your ears if you don't want to hear it. It's coming up next, another brand new episode of Sucker Radio. This is MMA fight music producer Mikey Ruckus, and you are listening to another edition of Sucker Radio with your host, Jeremy Brand. Be sure to catch all your mixed martial arts news and interviews and updates at www.mmasucker.com. Welcome back, suckers. A brand new episode of Sucker Radio for your listening pleasure. I am your host, Jeremy Brand, as always. And you are listening to this show on either iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you can find those MP3s and those podcasts. Or you're listening to this on MMASucker.com or our good partners over at LastWordOnSports.com. Now, before I get chatting, I have no guests this week. I'm going to basically be going over some of the news, the events that went down this past weekend, um, the upcoming event this weekend. But I'd like to get to my sponsors, bckimonos.ca. These guys are bringing the best Brazilian jiu-jitsu geese around, um, made locally in Kelowna, British Columbia. So if you're in the lower mainland or you're in Canada, then these are the geese to get because, you know, you want to support Canadian brands and you want to support good people out there. And Brett Cooper at BC Kimonos is second to none when it comes to making Brazilian jiu-jitsu products. He's got some great new artist lines for their rash guards um, and spats he's got as well. The tights that you wear underneath either your gi or your no-gi game, you can wear spats. And some of their artist series are really cool. They got one with a gorilla. They've got a, a choke brand one that they made, the Gunslinger. I have that one myself. I have the Spats and the Rash Guard now. You're going to want to check those out. Another great Brazilian jiu-jitsu brand, and they're local as well. You may not know that they're a Vancouver-based company, but Fusion Fight Gear. Check out FusionFightGear.com for all your licensed apparel needs. Now, these guys are probably the coolest Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu gear company in the world. They are one of probably three companies that does licensed fightwear. And it's like, not just, you know, um, simple stuff. But in fact, they do like Batman and Superman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The Batman gi that they have out right now that we gave away one, congratulations Brent, uh, on winning that gi for naming your favorite Batman comic and movie. That gi is probably one of my favorite gis that I have. Now, I know I said BC Kimonos makes great gis, but if you're looking for something a little different and something licensed, then Fusion Fight Gear is the company for you. Any of these companies that you're checking out that we're shouting out right now, or that I'm shouting out right now, make sure you let them know that MMA Sucker sent you or Sucker Radio sent you because... They will give you the best deal possible. They'll hook you up a little bit and all that other kind of jazz. But right now, we're doing a contest on the website for the ladies. Now, they don't all, the ladies don't always get the coolest of products out there. Sometimes it's just the men that have, you know, the wicked rash guards and the cool spats and all that other kind of stuff. But we're giving away a pair of the all-new, and these things are fresh on the market. Like, I don't even know if they're actually available yet, but you're going to get yourself a pair of Wonder Woman spats. 
Head on over to MMASucker.com. Enter the contest. It's very simple. There are two forms that you need to fill out. One, you get to choose a combat sports female that you wish would play Wonder Woman or play Wonder Woman the best. There's a few options. You can even pick other and uh, get that out there. Or, no, not or, but and, you have to fill out the raffle copter contest form, which is basically visiting the MMA Sucker Facebook page, liking MMA Sucker, or following MMA Sucker on Twitter, and following Fusion Fight Gear on Twitter, and you're entered. It's that easy. You don't even need to type anything. You simply need to click buttons. So for the ladies out there, enter this goddamn contest because you're going to want these Wonder Woman spats. That's it on the sponsor front. This past weekend, we had UFC 201. Can you believe it? I can't really, because I remember watching UFC 1, sort of like where I'm recording this very podcast right here. I'm in a basement, a little confine. I was in my buddy Mitch's basement, and uh, he had a black box, and we were flipping through. We didn't even realize it was on, but we saw, hey, on pay-per-view. UFC 1, or Ultimate Fighting Championship. What the hell is this? And we actually got to watch it live. It was a thing of beauty. We were absolutely in shock with everything we saw. So look at that. We're 201 pay-per-views later. Well, maybe 202 because there was a half one there that sort of got swept under the rug. But look at what happened. My goodness. UFC 201. Tyron Woodley defeats Robbie Lawler in the main event. Now, I wrote an article over at MMASucker.com about a GSP-less welterweight division. GSP was the title holder for something over 2,000 days. He held that title for many, many years. He was dominating at the top of the 170-pound division forever. It didn't seem like anyone could beat him. It was funny. I got nervous every time George fought, but we knew what he was going to do. He was going to use the other guy's strength against him. He was going to take them down. He was going to beat a pulp in them. He might not finish the fight. Heck, he very rarely finished the fight, but he was going to decisively win, and we all knew that. Since he relinquished his belt and got rid of it in 2013, sort of sat on the sidelines, semi-quasi-retired, There have been three champions. Johnny Hendricks, Robbie Lawler, who defended it twice, and now Tyron Woodley, who made quick work of Robbie Lawler just two minutes and 12 seconds into the very first round. Will this be another revolving door? Will Tyron Woodley be the next to hand over the belt to someone else in the 170-pound division? Very interesting. He got called out by Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, the number one contender in that division, immediately following that fight. And he turned it down. He said, you know, I think you should fight Robbie Lawler next, the guy that's unsuspended now and ready to get back inside the octagon is Nick Diaz, and he wants money fights. So he wants either Nick Diaz at UFC 202, which is just a few weeks away at the end of August or August 20th or something like that, Or he wants George St. Pierre, the aforementioned man who held the 170-pound gold for what seems like the most amount of time ever. Well, why is George's name and Nick's name 
even being brought up for title contention. That I don't get. George hasn't seen action inside the octagon since he relinquished that belt three years ago. And Nick Diaz has been suspended for what? Seems like forever. The last time we saw Nick Diaz was when he fought Anderson Silva. Showboating in there. So Stephen Wonderboy Thompson's name comes up. This is a guy who's been putting in work inside the octagon. He's been beating guys that not a lot of people thought he would beat, including Rory McDonald in their last fight. He made that fight look easy, I might add. And that's a fight that should happen. If they go by rankings, that's the only fight that does make sense. Why would they put anyone else in there when Wonderboy is the number one ranked guy? Why would a guy or two guys that have been sitting on the sidelines get a title shot? And the reason Tyrod Woodley thinks they should? Money. And you know what? For the UFC money talks, so you bring in Nick Diaz for a title shot or you bring back George St. Pierre, a whole shitload of money is going to be changing hands. Not just for the guys fighting, but for that new... Newly owned UFC. Now, the folks at WME or IMG, whatever the heck the acronyms are, are going to want to make the most money they can. And guess what? That's these big fights. So you never know whether or not you might see those two guys that Tyron Woodley call out next in line for the UFC 170-pound gold. But today, Monday... On the Mixed Martial Arts Hour, the MMA Hour with Ariel Helwani, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson was on it, and he says that he's been in talks and he could be that next guy. Sounds like he thinks he is that next guy. (laughs) Who knows? Personally, I want to see him in that fight. I want to see what Wonderboy can do because I think that Wonderboy is the guy that will get that strap around his waist next. And guess what? That's another revolving door. But if a guy's going to be sitting on top with that belt around his waist, he better be dominant. And Wonderboy seems like a guy that could be dominant at the top. All in all, congratulations to Tyron Woodley for winning the, <laughs> the welterweight championship at UFC 201. But it seems like that door is revolving very, very quick. So hold on to that belt while you can, buddy, and enjoy it. The co-main event... A girl that I thought was going to be next in line for the title, a girl that I thought has put on some of the best performances out there inside the octagon over the last stretch of her her outings in there was Rose Namajunas. And you know what? Split decision. I didn't see it as a split decision. I saw it completely in Carolina Kowalkiewicz's favor. can't believe I said that name properly. But she looked absolutely fantastic in there. And my goodness, would a fight between her and Joanna Jancic be fireworks inside that octagon? It would be absolutely insane. And uh, to put that one in Poland would be through the roof. Sounds like that's what Dana White wants to do. Sounds like that's what needs to happen. And uh, boy, oh boy, I feel bad for Goldberg out there because (laughs) that's two names that are going to be tough to speak and say during that pay-per-view or wherever they hold that card. Also on the main card, Jake Ellenberger. Another very quick fight, 1 minute 46 seconds into round 1. TKO's Matt Brown. 
We knew this one was going to be a striking affair. I said it on the UG podcast last week, which we were talking about. I said, simple enough. This fight, if there were going to be a knockout of the night honors, this one would get it. And guess what? The TKO happened. Knockout of the night honors don't happen anymore, but Jake Ellenberger would very easily have been up for that grab. Following this fight, UFC President Dana White actually said that Jake Ellenberger was cut from the UFC, which is very, very interesting. I mean, he was, he had lost five of his six outings. Supposedly, Jake went to UFC headquarters and basically begged for his job back when he was cut. They cut him briefly, Dana White said. He said, with the UFC, we had cut him. He flew out to Las Vegas, and he met with me and said, Don't cut me, please. Give me one more shot. I will promise I come out and deliver. And guess what? Deliver he did. He finished Matt Brown, got back on his winning ways, and looks like he's going to be another step in the right direction in an already stacked welterweight division. Which is really cool. I'm very happy for the guy because he definitely deserves to be there. A veteran of the sport. And uh, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully he doesn't uh, fall again because then he will be getting his walking papers. Also this past weekend, World Series of Fighting 32 went down from Everett, Washington. I was supposed to be at this event. Um, But... Travel plans sort of kept me elsewhere. 14-hour road trip I've been on. I'm currently sitting, as I said, in a basement. I'm up in Fort St. John, which is northern British Columbia. And uh, first day we spent 10 hours on the road. Second day we spent like 7 hours on the road. It's 14 hours worth of driving, but you know, with stops and stuff like that, it turned into a lengthy 17, 18-hour day. So, needless to say, I wasn't able to make it to Everett, Washington, but from the sounds of it, it was a very exciting WSOF card. Marlon Marias defeats Josh Hill by knockout, head kick and punches, round two. Lance Palmer gets the majority decision and gets that strap wrapped around his waist. So congratulations to Team Alpha Male, Lance Palmer. The Fodor brothers... Phoenix Jones and Carlos Fodor, those guys made work. They were brothers, um, and Carlos Fodor earned a unanimous unanimous decision over his brother, staking claim for the Fodor boys. (laughs) Now, that's an interesting one. I wonder how mom and dad felt during that fight because, you know, brothers fight at home, but to see your two boys fighting inside a cage is a completely different story. But Carlos made work of his brother, earning 30-26 across the board. This upcoming weekend, we've got Titan FC 40 on Friday, UFC Fight Night 92 on Saturday. Yair Rodriguez takes on Alex Caceres, Bruce Leroy in the main event. I'm super excited for this fight. Um, Yair I had on the show last year, I believe, just after um, the Ultimate Fighter Latin Edition. Uh, He was fighting... The finals, I believe, on that one, and had the opportunity to chat with him. He's a guy that's on the up and rise, and eight and one inside the cage, up against a veteran and a wily Alex Casera. So, this one could be a very fun main event. It's not a fight 
that you're going to want to miss, and it's free. It's on Fox Sports 1, so why wouldn't you watch this one? I'm picking Yair Rodriguez to win this fight. I think that he actually knocks out Alex Caceres and uh, moves to 9-1, and one, and in the right step in that division, he's, in my opinion, I could see him potentially fighting for UFC gold by the end of of 2017 or even the middle of 2017 Nick Baldwin doesn't agree with the middle of 2017 but I think that that could easily be the case so who knows this card's got a lot of uh veteran fights on it I mean Dennis Bermudez takes on Honey Jason Chris Camozzi takes on Talis Latis Zach Cummings takes on Santiago Ponzinibbio six fight main card and uh, as I said, free on Fox Sports 1. The preliminary card is on Fox Sports 1 as well with a two-fight early prelim on UFC Fight Pass. Titan FC 40, another great card also on UFC Fight Pass. Jay-Z Cavalcante versus Freddie Asuncao in the main event. I'm not going to go over these, but Des Green fights on this one as well. The cool thing about Titan FC is, you know, they have that UFC clause where if you're doing really, really well and the UFC wants to pull you over, they do have that opportunity, and Titan will completely grant them that opportunity. So if you want to fight for an organization that will release you and let you fight for the UFC, it seems like any of these guys that are airing on UFC Fight Pass, they're, they're, I'm sure that they're going to have that that opportunity. So who knows? That could be the case. As I said earlier, Nick Diaz, free man, no longer suspended, could fight against Tyron Woodley. It's not likely the fight that's going to happen. Maybe we bring Nick Diaz back and he fights George St. Pierre again. That could be the fight. That's a moneymaker. We don't want to see Nick Diaz Anderson Silva again. What would you like to see Nick Diaz do? Who would you like to see Nick Diaz fight? Because... He's a moneymaker. He's a guy that's going to put asses in seats. It would be really cool to see him on the UFC 202 card with his brother Nate because Nate takes on Conor McGregor at UFC 202. That would be a really cool one. But I don't think that's the case. I don't think that fight Nick Diaz is not going to be on that card. But who knows? New York City. Madison Square Gardens. Yeah, I'm talking news now. World Series of Fighting 36 heads to New York City for NBC televised event on New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve cards are cards that I absolutely love. I remember back in the day we used to always get the Japan cards. We used to always get to watch Pride on New Year's Eve. And they put on spectacle events. People are always going to be around a TV on New Year's Eve unless they're at the bar. If you're having a house party, the TV is going to be on in the background. So why not have some fights on in World Series of Fighting plan to do this? Which is really, really damn cool. Any other news that I want to get to this week? Not a hell of a lot. Other than UFC women's bantamweight champ, much like Tyron Woodley... Seems like she wants money fights. She wants to fight Ronda Rousey for her first UFC title defense. Shocking! 
Rousey was one of those dominant champions, much like George St. Pierre. She sat atop the division. She was basically the only reason the UFC made a women's division. Not basically. She was the reason the UFC made a women's division. Dana White said they would never have women fight in the UFC until he met Ronda Rousey. He watched her do her thing in Strike Force. He purchased Strike Force, and he brought her over to the UFC. Ronda Rousey was the face of the UFC women's division. So why the hell wouldn't Amanda Nunez want to fight Ronda Rousey to prove to the world that Amanda Nunez is now the face of the UFC women's division? Makes complete sense to me. So it should make complete sense to everyone else, but seems like what all these fighters are wanting is money. Money, 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 money. That is what they want. And that is what they should get. The thing is, is they shouldn't be calling out people in order to make money. The UFC should be paying the money them paying them the money that they deserve. And then they can make everything based on rankings. The number one contender gets to fight the champion, and we move on from there. The next person in line fights the champion. We move on from there. That should be the way the fights work. It shouldn't be that they're putting their name out there to fight a spectacle fight because they need money. I want money fights. That shouldn't be what happens. They should be based on rankings. And that should be what happens. So I think that's what needs to happen. That and everything else, the UFC needs to pay these people the money they deserve. <clears throat> that does it for this episode of Sucker Radio. I've spoken to you guys enough. You've listened to my voice enough. I have nothing else to say to you other than to thank my sponsors once again. You heard the ones at the top of the show. I'm going to sign out with a few different ones at the end of the show. I'd like to thank floathouse.ca. These guys are based in Vancouver. They've got locations all over the lower mainland, and they are the best when it comes to sensory deprivation tank needs. So head on over to floathouse.ca let them know MMA Sucka or Sucka Radio sent you. Also, proambelts.com for all your championship belt needs. I have one myself in my studio back home. I won the Sucka Pro belt for my fight picks. You can get stuff made up for anything. Heck, if you've got a thumb wrestling league or you want to show off that you're the best in the bedroom, get a belt made. Put it up at your house. Heck, throw it in your basement like where I'm sitting right now. Wear it to the goddamn bar if you want. Get a belt made from ProAmBelts.com. Let them know MMA Sucker or Sucker Radio sent you, and they'll hook you up with a damn good deal. Once again, that's ProAmBelts.com. So as I said off the top as well, if you're listening to this on MMASucker.com, thank you. Head on over to LastWordOnSports.com. For everything else sports-related, as well as some cool MMA stories, they're our partners, and i like to thank them for pushing the show on their site. Check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, everywhere else podcasts are heard. Make sure you like the show on Facebook. Follow MMA Sucker on Twitter, at MMA Sucker. Follow myself on Twitter, at JeremyBrand604. 
Make sure you subscribe, like, comment, rate us, do all that other jazz. If you don't like the show, let me know why. Give me a thumbs down or one star, but make sure you write a comment as to what you think about the show. That does it for this edition of Sucker Radio. I am Jeremy Brand, your host. Thank you all for listening. I will be back sooner rather than later. We are on hiatus from the UG podcast this week as we are all out of town. So hit you on the flip side. Check us out on the UG podcast next week. Maybe I'll have an episode of Sucker Radio next week. But for now, I'm out. It's the radio, it's the, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. It's the radio, it's the, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. It's the radio, it's the, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. Come and listen, it's about that time. Yes, download the show or you can stream online. It's the radio, it's the, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. It's the radio, it's the, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. It's the radio, it's the, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. Come and listen, it's about that time. Yes, download the show or you can stream online. Out.